news is one of the most insightful businesswomen that I know. Sarah is absolutely amazing. Sarah's wisdom, enthusiasm, and positive outlook on life motivates me to be a better person. Her ability to see the very best in people is just awesome. Sarah's coaching and mentoring inspired me to become an entrepreneur. What an inspiration. Welcome to the Destined for Greatness podcast, where we believe that each person is destined for greatness. I am your host, Sarah Noose, and I'm joined by my handsome co-host, who's my husband, Adam. Hey, babe. Hey, babe. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? Always good. Do you know what I love so much? What do you love? I love when you take a half day and come home and hang out with me. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> yep. You're working from home? Yes. Okay. Good. Supposed yes. to be. Yes. I love that. Okay. Well, I do love that whenever you're home whenever you're whatever day I did of the take weekend. a half day so okay. it's it's uh it's worth it but it's so typical that on your half day i'm like hey babe do you want to um record a podcast with me i mean that's just part of the deal hmm? that is part of the deal i know but Always this fun. one is so fun so good i mean seriously she's right here in bowling green you know what there are all sorts of hidden secrets right here in bowling green i love it so Brittany young is the certified celebrator I adore her, and you adore her because she makes me so happy, right? Yes. She's just full of joy and so creative, and she is um, personable, funny, and the thing is, too, is she is such an encourager. She is smart, and she has created um, a business online, and she's called the Certified Celebrator, where she brings joy right to your house. How cool is that? Super cool, and I remember you saying that she was an influencer, and I, mm-hmm. I questioned it, so I went online, and she posted pictures of googly eyes with eyelashes, and had like 800 likes. <laughs> what is that? I know, but, but you know what? I'll speak to what an influencer she is. She's so true blue to what she does and the people who follow her. Um, she has this amazing following, but she's so good to them. She's always bringing content and material to them. And I'll tell you, I have had um, a benefit from her following because after she posted that she was on the podcast in one of her stories, I had like a bazillion more people follow my page because of that. And that's just the kind of girl she is. That's the kind of influencer you want. Yeah. And you know what's cool about that? We can park on it for just a second is a lot of people want to keep their own stuff in their own lane, but she's all about celebrating everybody. And so for me, it made a huge impact for her. It was probably pretty simple, but it was very thoughtful of her to bring people to see something else. So I just think that's super cool when women really cheer for each other. So I just love her business, love what she does. What's your favorite craft that she's done that you've looked up? Well, uh, <laughs> put me on the spot, but I would say there was a juice box mm. with medicine inside it. So you cut out part of the juice box, put the medicine in it, put a straw, and you trick your kids eat- into taking their medicine. Wow, that's really good. Which now our kids are a little bit older, so they take their medicine, but man, right. I can remember that battle. Oh my gosh. I wish yeah. we would have known that. Yeah, she has all these cool tricks and trades, and she has a group um, that follow her 
regularly, but then they get monthly things in their inbox. And I think it's Monday and Friday they get messages from her, um, just encouraging women to celebrate all the people in their life, from their husbands, to their kids, to their friends, to their neighbors. And some of it's so simple, um, but it's like one of those things I never do until Brittany inspires me. So she's such an inspiration. She goes above and beyond. And not only is she super crafty, but she's fashionable. She loves Jesus. She's a healthy eater. She's all these things, and she influences people in all different areas of her life. So I love her story. I love what she talks about. I love her following of people. I love how excited they get when she posts googly eyes because that's that's who they are and how they like everything she does. And so I'm excited for us to go over and listen to Brittany Young, the Certified Celebrator. Well, friends, I am so excited to have my friend, Brittany Young, the Certified Celebrator, on our show today. Hey, Brittany, how are you? Hey, Sarah. I'm good. How are you? I'm so happy to get this time with you so you can share all of the amazing things that you are up to with our guests. I'm so excited to be here. I've loved your podcast so far. You're doing such a great job, and your guests are so fun, so it's just really <laughs> An honor to even be able to chat with you today. Well, thank you. I feel like you have such a cool business and such a way to connect with people that I think the world needs to hear. And I love your story and all the take action pieces that you've had to do along the way. And so if you don't mind, I'd love for us to dive in. And I would like for you to tell our guests who you are and what you do. Sure. So I'm Brittany Young. I'm in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and I am a video content creator um, and a social media influencer. All of these new terms that people are probably wondering. Your your audience probably knows what what those things are, but when yeah. I tell my parents, they're like, "What is all what that? is this?" What is that? <laughs> exactly. And so um, basically, I started crafting. Um, I've always been kind of crafty and creative, and I've always loved to entertain and have a party. And I just started sharing all of the things that I, that I was doing in my own home about almost nine years ago. And from that point, I started sharing on social media and specifically moms, but women all over the, um, really the world started showing up for wow. content. And um, this little hobby of mine has just turned into a business, has turned into a company. It's an empire. And, um, yes. We're doing lots of fun things and inspiring and encouraging lots of mamas to um, intentionally celebrate the people that they do life with. I love that. I think that's so special because oftentimes we just get busy in life, you know, and I was actually mm-hmm. just telling my mom the other day how I loved the way she would decorate our house for every holiday. She had like holiday boxes everywhere, but yes. something happened with me that I, I, I loved it, but I didn't carry it on. And mm-hmm. I wish and I still can, I still have time, but I think life has gotten busy. And so I haven't done that. But, um, over Valentine's, my daughter said, why are, why are we not decorating for Valentine's? And I looked at her like in my head, I didn't have any Valentine's, you know? And so what I think your business does is it inspires women to do more. And so every time I see stuff, I'm like, yes, I'm going to do that. And you give simple, easy ways that we can still celebrate our people. And I love how you say like, you know, sprinkles on pancakes even are, you know, mm-hmm. fun and make it great. So mm-hmm. at what, where has celebrating start? Where did it start with you and your family? 
my grandmother was a certified celebrator. Mm. She didn't have that title, but she was. She always um, had gifts in her car that she needed to drop off at either a new grandparent or um, maybe like her pastor or, I mean, a neighbor. There's no telling. And so she always celebrated other people. And she celebrated me. We always um, had a really big day on birthdays. And um, I was able to choose exactly what we did. And so I watched her celebrate. And I think that that really, I enjoyed that so much. And I felt so loved by the simplest things. And I think there is something that goes way back all the way to that when I was a kid Mm -hmm. that has just kind of like been imprinted in my heart and in my mind and in my dreams and what I see and what I want my family to be able to experience. And so I would say it started then. Um, And then when I... um, was in college. I had roommates and I always kind of, you know, wanted to entertain (laughs) and always like celebrated them, which was so silly. And so I think it's just gone through the phases. It started with my grandmother and it's gone through phases of life with me. I love that. Now, is your grandmother still living? She isn't. She isn't. Okay. Because I was going to say, she would be so proud and amazed that not only are you celebrating people, but you're inspiring people all over the world to do this. Now, when we hear the term, um, influencer. What can you explain to our audience what that does mean? I mean, we hear it all the time, but what is that equal? Of course. So what we are seeing in marketing as marketing is changing specifically for brands, um, it's the opportunity where you are working with an individual person, which would be an influencer. And because this influencer already has a trust built with their audience, Mm -hmm. um, we are able to share, um, you know, products and things that we love and influence ultimately our followers to go out and make a purchase or to, um, you know, participate in whatever it is that we're sharing. And so we love to collaborate with brands that are also very passionate about intentionally celebrating. And um, some of those are food brands and some of those are um, home decor and party brands and other things. But our goal is to really provide resources to our audience on products and things that make life and, and intentional celebrating doable on a realistic budget and it makes it simple and fun. And then in trade that helps a product or that helps a brand or the specific product sell. Mm-hmm. So it's really a win-win and we love to showcase um, our favorites and really influence um, our audience to, to love it as much as we do. Gosh, I love that. That is so cool. Now, a lot of our listeners um, are either looking to start a brand, um, kind of moving in that direction of taking action on their life. Did you set out to do this or did you feel like this business just kind of happened? Because I know that um, when you and Adam first met, you had a full-time job. This was not it. So can you kind of take us through the journey that now you're this big influencer. You have tons of people all across the world that tune into what you're doing. Me being one of them and my sisters and my mom, it's like the fun oh, thing to talk about you. So but how did that happen? I mean, you're working full time and then tell us the story of, on how this happens. Sure. So I think I was probably always an entrepreneur. I think people who are entrepreneurs oftentimes have this something the seed planted inside of them it's kind of how we're we are wired Mm -hmm. and so even from a young age I always had a lemonade stand and I made that and I did all of the things that um a a, a child entrepreneur would do and so um when I was in college um I graduated with my undergrad in family and consumer science I thought that I would teach home ec classes in a high school and I did a little bit of 
observation hours and just quickly realized that that wasn't necessarily for me. So I started working for the University of Kentucky in their extension office. And so I was really a home ec teacher, basically, to the community and to adults. And I loved it. I did love it. But there was still something inside of me. I had hours after work, um, you know, at 4.30 until I went to bed. And I'm like, what am I supposed to fill that time with? What do I do? So, you know, a natural entrepreneur finds something, finds a hobby and monetizes it. Right. And so for me, it was um, decorating my home and entertaining and throwing parties and cooking simple meals or little treats or dropping gifts off. It was all of that. And so I was already doing it. And I started sharing that um, with, again, the online world. And people started showing up. And I just quickly realized that there are people everywhere that need this inspiration. Sometimes I love to use Pinterest as a resource. It's a great tool for us, but it can be very overwhelming for the everyday mom um, because it gives the illusion that your home and your party and everything has to be perfect. And I'm the first to say that I burn cookies every single time I have people over because that's life. Right. So because of that honesty that I've always shared along with just my creativity and what what I'm loving, um, my hobby really was able to turn into a full-time business. I did not have that as a goal when I first started. Mm. And it was probably, um, I mean, I was working full-time for five or six years after college. I had just finished my master's degree. And it was a few months after my master's that I was completed with my master's that I was like, okay, something's got to give. What is that? These people are here. I have these followers. And at that time, I really didn't know how to monetize them. I was monetizing them probably a teeny tiny bit but they were watching and they got a lot of free content and right. a lot of free material and I just looked around and I thought okay what are these bloggers doing mm-hmm. what are these people who have online businesses what in the heck are they doing to monetize their followers and I got really just obsessed with research yeah. and podcasts and books and really watching other people that really aren't in my niche but were doing what I wanted to do maybe in like another field and I mean I put actions into place immediately after the very first podcast I listened to and um, within four months I was able to um, work for myself full time mm. and since then we've brought on we have six other girls that work for us and um, we have been able to just evolve and yes. grow and we kind of go where our followers want us to go. We, um, it's just, it's just so crazy to think about where we started and where we are now. I love it. Humbling for me, but that's kind of the story of how it started. I love that. And you know what you said, which of course I'm going to pull out of there because this is my favorite is you just took action on it. So you saw what Mm -hmm. needed to happen and you took action. And a lot of our listeners are sitting there with an idea. What advice would you give them? So for one, I think my best advice would be just to do it. Mm -hmm. And I'm not a type A person, so I know it's easier said than done for someone like me. It doesn't have to be perfect. But what I have found out is because there's been many times and many things that I have started um, and I've done it differently, I know that if I try to wait until whatever it is is completely perfect, you are going to learn along the way because there are going to be things that come up. Well, that that happens the exact same way if you just start. And so for me, I think back to my very first online program and what that looks like and how far it's evolved. It's still going and it's thriving. And where we are now from where we were, um, you know, several years ago, it's night and day. Yes. But it, you have to, you just have to do it. And mm-hmm. it sounds so scary, but you really do. You yeah. just have to like say, okay, I'm going to do it. And the truth is, you're not married to it. And right. you can always change. And it, like, I hear, I hear women all the time, well, I just can't think of a business name. Like that, that's yes. the one thing that catches them up. And I'm 
like, girlfriend, you're not married to it. Change it. Right. Like, you really need to. Yes. So um, I think that, like, my biggest tip is just to truly just go for it and do mm-hmm. it and follow your instinct. And the Lord places it on your heart. And if he didn't think that you were equipped, it wouldn't be there. It wouldn't right. be on your heart. So I what a disservice that. it is for us not to be obedient and not to offer the world what we have. I love that. I think that's such great information and such great advice because I do think we uh, sometimes can sit in the what if this doesn't work? What if this name is not right? What if this product, you know, isn't the greatest? It's like, just go and you figure Mm -hmm. that out along the way. So speaking of that, because there are failures and frustrations and detours in business that we think things are going to go one way. And they actually go a totally different way. Have you had any mm-hmm. of that happen to you where there's been failures or detours that have kind of changed the way that you were going? Definitely. I mean, we've had both failures and um, just shifts in kind of what our game plan originally was. One of those being our biggest program that we have, the one that I pour my whole entire heart into is our Celebrate with Sprinkles program. And this was a program that we created to really hold women accountable for intentionally celebrating. And we create a monthly digital magazine for them. They get text messages on Monday and Friday of just a 10-minute challenge that they can do to intentionally celebrate somebody. And what I realized when I started that program, I mean, I poured a lot of effort into the, just getting um, the, the sales page correct and starting the group and getting the content where it needed to be. And the signups were really low. And what I realized is the people who, the loyal followers who did love me and who did sign up, I took, I think there was probably 60 of those. I took those people and I used those people who trusted me from the very beginning mm-hmm. as really um, kind of my test group almost. Right. So I asked them questions and I'd say, like, why in the heck are our numbers so low? I don't understand. People are not signing up. And so I would ask them, like, of the things that we're offering, which is your favorite? What did you love this week? Um, what would you like to see change? How can we strengthen our magazine? Um, are you loving the text yeah. messages? What if we customize the challenges? Because not everyone is at the same stage of life. So what I started out thinking was going to be amazing, it really just took a matter of a few people you people getting into the group and using them as again a test group and from that. that point I took their words and I asked them like I asked them to give me their testimonies and I took their words and their words ended up being the words that we used on the sales page because wow. what is what I think is so amazing and what I think people are going to buy I know they need this program but because I'm saturated with the content and I'm in it every day yes. it didn't necessarily speak to their heart and their wallet ultimately right so I, took, I took the testimonies of you know our test audience and I plugged their keywords in and I used them really for leverage mm-hmm. on how to reshape the program and that is like our I mean that's our bread and butter that's where all of our energy and heart goes into and so that was just one way that we've had to do a detour but I've yeah. had plenty of those opportunities and I've had plenty yes. of failures that yeah. didn't go as well as I thought they were going to go. And I think that is a part of the journey. Yes. And it can be discouraging. I have had those discouraging moments. But I do also, now I can think back and see all of those opportunities I had to learn and grow. And so I'll be better equipped for other things as our company continues to grow. Um, I'll now I'll, I'll, I'll now know to use your audience as right. a test group. I didn't realize that from the beginning. And um, so, yes, it kind of stinked at first, but... Yeah, but you learn so much. You know what I love 
what you said because I think so often we have people in our life, like these ladies that are following you, that we want to feel like, hey, we're leader, 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 leader. So if I ask a question, will it make me feel like I'm not a leader or will, will they think I don't know what I have going on? Mm-hmm. But really mm-hmm. what you did was you talked to the people that are following you the closest that say, hey, I actually do have an idea on this or this is where, mm-hmm. this is why it felt clunky to me or this is why I didn't put my money into this. And then we start understanding and we realize a lot of times when something's going a different way or, okay, why is this not working? That a lot of the people have the same idea. And so if you Mm -hmm. take their voice and realize, okay, multiply it by 10 other women probably thinking the same thing. And I always say the term painters don't smell the paint. When you're in there painting, you don't smell it. So when you're so close to your business, sometimes we miss big things, you know, but but having being a trusted voice and to be like, hey, yeah, I'm going to lead you, but I also need you to help guide me. That's a smart business move on your part. I love that. They love to give their input and yes. I love to get it um, right. not always are we able to um you know take their suggestions and ideas but if we can we do yes and they love to be heard and it makes them it makes it makes a community rather than a business and that's what we wanted and I think that's why we have seen um such financial growth is because um we have created a sisterhood. We yes. have created a community and we have created friendships among our followers and with myself too. I and our love whole that. Team, really. I love that. And you know what? It can link to anything like for your business and online followers. But for me, even what you're saying, tippy toes, we have, um, you know, 35 women across the country who are really, we call it a sistership, like it's friendship and sisterhood all in the same. And it's because, you know, Megan and I run the business, but we need all of us to put our input in. Or if you're, you know, anywhere in business, Adam at the baseball stadium, the more opinions he can get, you know, and then filter him through what your goals and your mission are. So you can take it, you know, with any business or idea that you're doing. I just love that so much. Mm-hmm. Okay. My and I love, go ahead. I love what you said about, um, you know, going back to the mission, because mm-hmm. what I find is that we do get so many suggestions. And while sometimes I'm like, Oh my gosh, that's the best <laughs> idea ever. I right. go back to those long-term goals and okay, what is the mission of certified celebrator? Does that align with exactly? Do? Yes. It's fun. Yes. It would be great, but does it, does it lead to long-term success? And so I think you are like, you just hit the nail on the head with that. one. Yeah, that's so good. And I think too, when you do that, you get so much further faster because like you said, there's so many things. I mean, there's a zillion ideas, but like for tippy toes, okay, we teach ballet, tap, jazz, and hip hop. If you're going to bring in ballroom dancing, like that's not our goal. That's not our mission. Yes, it's dancing and it's probably really fun and a lot of people want it, but that's not our niche, you know, so stay within Mm -hmm. your niche. And I think that's important. Mm -hmm. Okay. My next question, what is your big dream? What are you working on next? So we're currently working on a book, our very first Woo-hoo! book. Um, so exciting. The book will be out spring of 2019, so we are pedaling away with the book. Um, we are also... Wow, spring um, of 2019? On, I didn't realize yes. that. Oh my goodness. Wow, that's exciting. <laughs> right. Um, we're also working on a collection of a few items that are certified celebrator favorites that would coordinate with the book and we so big dream would be that our book and our product would be in Hobby Lobby that's yes. like our favorite place right um I would and I would love to see our items in Cracker Barrel those are the two places those are like my big dreams like yes. in the sky I would love to have our product 
and yeah. or our book inside both of those locations. Um, so that is like our long term goal. That's not really like those. That's probably not the two places we would make the most money, right. but it's where we can make a lot of impact, and right. so we can reach a lot of people by having and by having um, access to those markets. And so that's. That's kind of where That's we the are. Goal. Right I yeah. love that. I love that. And as any entrepreneur or businesswoman would say, and I know this has to be true for you, do you have action plans and a timeline to be like, if we can do this, 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 and this, this will equal Hobby Lobby or Cracker Barrel? Do you have that kind of mapped out? Um, we have that mapped out, but to be quite honest, we have. Um, an agent we have a literary agent and then we also have um a licensing agent and it's really yes we do have a plan but we have people that can help us with the plan because that is there is i have no experience in anything like that other than what i want and what i think our followers would purchase and buy what they need and so we are working hand in hand with both our licensing and literary agents to make those kinds of things happen girl Um, so cool I love that and you know what with business it's like you don't have to know how to do everything to start to do something so it's like okay you know how to you know celebrate people really well so you wrote a book but with the help of somebody you want to get into Cracker Mm -hmm. Barrel with the help of somebody so that's great is find experts in all the areas to get you to where you want to go so I love that well we are going to be just waiting for your book to come out what's the title of it. Thank you. It's called Celebrate with Sprinkles, oh, of course. Of course. Um, we have sprinkles to everything. Um, and so it's 24 chapters of mm. party inspiration to celebrate. I, I hate to say the word party. You know, I love a party. Right. Sometimes a party is just the people in your home. Yeah. It doesn't have to be everybody. And it's not Pinterest perfect type things. It's things that you can do. Again, I go back to on a realistic budget with doable right. time. And that. so um, we kind of walk you through, really there's one for each month, um, but it's a total of 24 um, fun little celebrations that you can do at home. And there's several recipes and crafts and then just an overall party theme that you can follow. And so I'm just so Yay, girl. So well, you are such an inspiration to us as an entrepreneur, as a business woman and just a mom and wife the way that you celebrate your family and friends around you so thank you so much for being on our show I just love you to pieces yeah you're just amazing Sarah thanks so much for having me you're welcome okay chat you soon hey it's Sarah Noose and I believe that you are destined for greatness do you have a dream inside of you you think about wanting more out of life Well, I have seen incredible life change happen all across the country by women who have signed up for my four-week accountability group. I would love to offer you the opportunity for real life change. Head on over to saranoose.com and sign up. There's limited spots available, but I would love to get to know you, have you join, and watch you conquer your dreams. If this podcast was helpful, it would mean the world to me to have you rate it, review it, and share it on social media. Social media is a big place, and to reach more people, I would love your help. Thank you for joining us today, and remember, you are destined for greatness.